You're listening to Passion Pod number 11 with Heather Bonnie Lee from Yoga and Wellness Co. Heather, you are a yoga teacher. You're also the founder of Yoga and Wellness Co. How did you get into yoga to start with? Well, I actually first got started off yoga when I was 18, so years ago. A friend actually dragged me to yoga class. I was kind of kicking and screaming, thinking this is not for me. And I showed up. I was already in really great shape at the time. And I went and it was the hardest thing I probably ever did. I said, that is it. I pretty much quit everything else I did and got a bit hooked on it. And then I ended up kind of traveling the world and doing my work. And in between, I started squeezing my yoga in wherever I could. You were working in jobs that weren't yoga related then at that time not at all honestly like I did everything from waitressing to fashion to marketing you name it I did it so what was the defining moment of when you decided then to make that into a career I had actually just broken up with my fiance and kept going to these yoga classes that a friend introduced me to and just one day in class I just had this epiphany it's like I can do this this is it this is what I should be doing a total clarifying moment for me and I was on my way to work after that got there and I ended up receiving an email from a friend mine who was living in India at the time and she goes Heather you're such a health junkie I don't know why you just don't move to India and take some courses literally that day I got online booked my course to India and then I ended up staying there for six months and taking all these courses etc etc it was the best thing I ever did how funny talk about serendipitous what a day I I mean the biggest life change ever just that one single day I guess though all those bits before had been building up to that moment everything happens for a reason all kind of compiled one on top of the other until it came to that epiphany kind of moment where it's like that is it this is it this so is what I'm cool. doing and so you went to India mm-hmm. you were doing all yoga courses were you my first course there was yeah a one month ashram kind of thing up at five in the morning meditating six days a week finished the course loved it and then some friends of mine that I had met there said oh we're going down to Kerala to take some Ayurvedic courses or I said brilliant I'll join you so I went down to Kerala took another month course on Ayurveda a very small introduction and then one one thing kind of led into the other. I ended up doing a meditation course. I loved it. It's a very fulfilling time for you, probably. Quite, I mean, obviously shaped you because you then came back and started teaching. Teaching. Did it took me a little while to come back, totally dive into it. I actually ended up getting a little bit of a bug from India and I was quite ill. So I was only teaching part-time and to friends and this and kept a part-time job doing other little random things to keep keep things ticking over really and then I kind of actually went through a little bit of a rough patch like a bit emotionally kind of went through this little bit of a stressful moment and I just realized that I have to go back to India again so I went back and met make a long story short I, I signed up for this yoga course with this guy who's supposed to be amazing turned out not to be amazing so I left him after three days and found this other guy Mahesh who ended up being my private instructor for nearly two months he totally talked me through and everything I learned so much about more pranayama the breathing, meditation, theory, pregnancy yoga. I totally improved my own personal practice. He was so lovely. Honestly, like as soon as I met him, he's like, I'm like, that is my yoga instructor. So it's pretty important to have that connection with your teacher, isn't it? I do think it, it is really important. I mean, I have gone to teach before where I didn't quite have that connection. It's not that I disliked their class. It's just that it wasn't for me. I mean, there's so many beautiful yoga instructors there. I think you do have to kind of try them out when you find your one. Stick to it, really. Okay, so what was the deciding moment? to then do this full time coming back from India after that two and a half months I came back and I had another little bit of a kind of hard point in my life and I just thought to myself I'm almost 30 what am I doing I know this is what I want I know this is always what I've always wanted and that was it it was just like I woke up one morning and said you know what what is the point what do you think was holding you back 
I don't know. I think when you want something so badly, it's kind of that little bit of a fear of holding you back saying, what happens if it doesn't work? But I'm so grateful because I have really great friends that have been incredibly supportive. I mean, actually, one of my ex-boyfriends, we had kind of sat down and had a little chat and whatever. And I said, this is what I want to do. And I was like, I'm really not sure where I'm going with this. Not have all these wild ideas in my head just spinning around. And he literally sat me down in front of his whiteboard for... 10 minutes, wrote it out, and I was like, oh my gosh, it took 10 minutes of his time just to sit there and spew it out to somebody, and he just went this and this and this, I was like, honestly, two weeks later, I had like my website up and running, everybody just pulled together and said, Heather, I can do this for you, Heather, I can do that for you. It's almost like having a different viewpoint on it to break it down for you. Completely, 100%. Without that one person to bounce off of, I think it's really quite difficult to start off. At least that's how I found it. Just say, Heather, like, this is it, like, black and white. It's so much easier to fix someone else's life than it is to yours, right? My darling, how many times (laughs) have we said that to all of our friends? So it was just so nice to someone else to have a viewpoint into mine, like a third party, look in and say, ta-da, there's your answer. You're like, oh my gosh, you are so right. Thank you. So tell me what you are doing now. So you are now teaching yoga. What was I? I'm teaching yoga. Yeah, I've got, God, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching quite a bit actually. I'm probably about anywhere between 12 and 15 classes a week which is quite a lot actually it's quite a physically demanding job but um, I love it I really do it's just such a delight to watch people make those slight little differences and those changes in their life I think that's really what it is I mean I just entirely want to help people in any way I can and I know how much yoga has transformed my life and if I can even give an ounce of that to somebody else that they can transform in their lives I am beyond delighted bless your little heart (laughs) I just want to squish you yeah so how did you build up those glasses do you know what I think it actually all starts from positive thinking I mean I know like when I'm having positive thoughts like you know what I can do this I can make a success people call me up out of nowhere and I'm like oh gosh really okay great Uh, the first very step I did was approach this gym the Wimbledon club Um, I wanted to do some yoga there I said great we haven't had a yoga instructor didn't hear from them for like months I sent them another email didn't hear from them anyways then I went back to India and I came back and I picked up the phone again and said, hi, I really want to start this yoga here. And he goes, great, come down and meet me. So I think it was just really timing and all that. I like pestered and kind of said, hi, I really want to start it. And that was it. That was kind of the starting point was teaching yoga at the Wimbledon Club. And it was just one thing after the other led into it. Just purely putting out the positive energy, talking about it, and good things came. So you've diversified a bit recently. I'm starting to become a personal trainer at the same time, which I find is being really beneficial to my teachings, just to know more about the physical body. Learning in India, they're very much on the spiritual side, which I love. But unfortunately, a lot of the things in the West were still attuning to the spiritual side. I know when I first started yoga, it wasn't about that for me it was all like a physical exercise and it took time for me to grow into the spiritual side of it um so I try not to push that I definitely don't if people want to know I'll tell I'll speak for hours like yay so you but predominantly you started doing the fitness training for financial security and also for structure to your week is that right yes and also um I kind of went in with mind I'm gonna get a part-time job that rotates around my yoga so I did originally take on the role as full-time and after a month of being there I pulled the manager aside and said look you know I'm gonna be straightforward honest with you I like what I'm doing I love working with you guys but it's too much and he said fine okay you can come down you can come down in your hours anyways so the hours have come down now I can totally organize my life it all starts next month it's brilliant because I was so torn in every direction trying to organize rescheduling rescheduling and rescheduling again I don't know I just don't think it really reflected that well to kind of have to change other people around and and private clients I always try to put my clients first I kind of felt very much torn in 
two separate directions. But it's very hard as well because I think a lot of the people I've spoken to have had this about you started out to teach yoga, that's where yeah. your heart lies. And whilst you enjoy the other stuff and it, you know, you're saying it matches up really well with all of us so often, the one thing that you want to do is the first thing that always goes. It's true. Do you know what? Over only literally in the last past, I would say, six months, it sounds like a really dirty word, selfish, but but it's not really. I've just been a little more, this is what I want. And me being selfish, in a sense, is actually helping others. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can now teach more yoga classes because I've said no. So it's kind of like a two-faced coin of selfishness. But oh, I so empathize, because what is there a good word you can say <laughs> other than selfish? No, because it has such negative connotations. Patience. But it's absolutely imperative, especially when you're running your own business, because yeah. otherwise you're not any good to any. Exactly. Last time I took a flight, it really kind of clicked with me. And they said, do you know when the the flight attendant comes up and goes, you have to put your air mask on first and then help others. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so right. If I don't don't help myself first, I'm never going to be able to help anybody else. And that is what my true inspiration is, to help others. So... I mean, it's surprising it took me 30 years to get there. Where do you get your energy from? Is there anything specific? I mean, you practice yoga, obviously, yourself. Yeah. I find that does really help me. I mean, keeping an active, healthy life, eating healthy, trying to sleep normal hours. I do admit, I have my afternoon kips. Power kip is, like, a very helpful thing. But I really think it's kind of... The energy is really coming from my drive to succeed. Sweetie, what do you think your biggest challenge has been, teaching yoga or stepping out and doing this full-time? The biggest challenge is there is a huge amount of competition. I mean, I applied for a job a little while ago, and I had applied within a week, and there was 416 applicants. Wowza. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I just have to start really focusing my energy on building my own classes, because this isn't going to work. But... I'm kind of grateful for it because it's just pushed me harder. What do you think inspires you? Spiritually, India has been very inspirational. But I think actually, it's going to sound so cheesy, the people... My darling, (laughs) I love a little bit of cheese, as everyone well knows. It's actually the people that come to me. It's my clients. It's my students. They're the ones that inspire me. What have you got coming up in the future for your little passion pod? Um, Well, I'm very fortunate that Yoga Gives Back Charity has invited me to be one of their alliances, which I'm super excited about. Tell me a bit about them. So Yoga Gives Back is um, a charity actually based in L.A., Um, uh, what they do is give like micro funding to women in India. They've started little companies and that has given them the opportunity to send their children to medical school. So yeah, that's that's kind of what they do is just really support women in India to transform their lives. Um, so the next steps for Yoga and Wellness Co. are to transform my website, um, start making it a little more interactive. So having articles by other yoga instructors, really promoting other yoga instructors, wellness people, anything from kinesiology to nutrition to therapists I'm really kind of making a whole community online and then the last thing I would really like to do which will be a little while away I think is um, I'd like to have a little shop that's designated to women's charities that create sellable goods so the money will go to them and then we kind of spread the word about their charity do you have any books or anything that you'd recommend one of my favorite all-time books is the 40 rules of love it sounds like a self-help book but it isn't it's about Rumi the Sufi poet anyways it's about his struggles he ends 
up becoming, he is probably one of the most famous poets, especially in the Middle East, but he's very much taken over the Western world as well. And it was just a beautiful kind of introduction to him and how he helped others become who they are and how people helped him become who he was. It's kind of an intertwining story. It must be about four or five kind of stories within one, but it's all drawn together. And it's just so beautifully inspiring that people transform their lives just purely from one person saying, you know what, you can do this. You can change your life. Go on. What advice do you wish someone had given you when you were thinking about doing this? I don't know. I think one thing that always pops in my head is dig where the potatoes are. If you're feeling drawn to it and you're getting into it and, and, and good things come from it, keep going. And vice versa is I think a lot of people kind of waste time on things that aren't going to generate you what you're after. So much time stressing about the teeniest little thing. I mean, no one's going to get a flyer and go, oh, why did they put the picture on the left? As long as it looks good, it says what's got to said, all right, move on and start focusing more on another part. Yes, it's your marketing kind of thing, but that little bit of the picture being slightly down to the corner two inches to the left isn't going to make a difference yeah absolutely and I think in the nature of your work it's personality your USP is you you know that's the selling point is people are buying into it because of you and your passion for it you're entirely 100% right. I mean, it takes a while to build up that brand, but once once it's started, I think there's no stopping you. It's so, it's, oh, it's just so encouraging. I'm like, oh, as soon as people say stuff, I'm like, go out and do it. Everyone go out and do everything. <laughs> I know. And do you know what? I think that's also another really key important thing is supporting others. When you hear people say that they want to follow their goal or they want to do this, I am so right behind them. Like, you know what, darling? Go for it. Do it. I couldn't think of anything better like I'm sure there's people telling the Facebook guys oh there's so many social websites already out there what are you doing do you know what I mean and they didn't listen and they just went for it and I think that is the most inspiring kind of story ever that's exactly how it is and I think we really need to support each other You've been listening to Passion Pod number 11 with Heather Bonnie Lee from Yoga and Wellness Co. 